You know what's wild? What? It is almost officially the summer. Oh my god! Like Memorial Day isn't that far from from this very moment. It's next Friday, weekend. Memorial weekend would be next weekend. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of crazy. That I mean, and then the summer means that you're halfway through your year. Stop it. Which means it's already. It may as well already be 2023. Which you can round up to 2025. Yeah. If you're rounding up by 10 to 2030. (laughs) So welcome to the My Day Friday podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And before we get into anything, a quick reminder. That we launched another podcast, and it's totally different than this one. Yeah. So this is more of us just talking. We'll read some of your emails, especially in this podcast today, which is more of like a follow-up to last week's podcast. The podcast that we launched back in February is called The Morning Show Podcast, and how would you describe it? It's the uh, daily dose of audio you need to make your day a little better. Very good, Carla Marie. Mm. It's almost like someone else wrote that down back in the day. and then you Back in the day. Me, when we were launching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best way to describe it. It's essentially a everything you love about radio morning shows mm-hmm. without everything you don't love exactly. about radio morning shows. So we would love for you to check that out. It's called The Morning Show Podcast, and there will be a link to that podcast in the description of today's My Day Friday episode. Mm-hmm. Now, we also last week talked about things you changed. Yeah. As a parent, because neither of us are parents, but things you changed as a person when you became a parent. We're going to get into those emails, a couple other things. Uh, should I, what should I do yeah. here, Carla Marie? Hit it. This one? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's, it's Monday, Friday. It's Monday, Friday. What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. And we're Little Mix. And you're listening to... Oh, f- it's my Friday, bitches! Yes! Hope you're having a phenomenal weekend so far. Uh, or maybe the middle of the week if you're listening to this on a Wednesday. I know that even though we call it the My Day Friday podcast. You might not listen to it until Saturday or Sunday. But either way, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, we we do want to get into a couple emails. Yes. Because we weren't that great at responding to okay. hello at carlamarineanthony.com. This is how we respond. And this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. So the first thing we mentioned about two weeks ago mm-hmm. was, is there anyone out there who thinks they've listened to like all of the things that we've put out? Yes. Like you know? every piece of audio or yeah. even video. And Erica P., Says she has listened not only to every My Day Friday podcast, Mm -hmm. but she has listened to every or watched every Twitch show or YouTube. Okay. She has listened to every on-demand version of our old radio show. Damn. That we had. And we used to have a a bonus podcast called The Last Call Podcast. Throwback. Listen to all that. Uh, Let's see. Portia W. said all podcasts. She's listened to every single one. Nicole. Nicole W. said My Day Friday, The Morning Show Podcast, and Twitch. She's watched everything. Uh, And then Lindsay said, although she has watched every podcast, she has not watched every Twitch. She's listened to every podcast. Yes, listened to every podcast. She has not watched every Twitch, which is okay. We'll take it. Twitch is also tougher because it is live, you know, and if you're not in it live, I don't know, even though it is on YouTube or you could watch if you subscribe on Twitch. A lot of people, a lot of people watch on YouTube Mm -hmm. as like they're cooking. That's true. Yeah, you just don't have the the immediate interaction, but people will leave comments and stuff like that. Still a great show. So Carla Marie, Mm -hmm. uh, since we were last on this podcast, you've had a very interesting week mm-hmm. with Max Marie. 
I have. My um, cat, my favorite cat. Your favorite cat decided last Sunday morning at 2 a.m. she was going to vomit and then continue to vomit for 30 hours. Uh, she threw up 12 times. Could you imagine you as a human threw up 12 times without, like, not being hungover, right? I can't imagine throwing 12 times being hungover. That's like... Or what I, I'm just saying, for no reason, yeah. right? And I finally get her to her vet. I kept calling all these ER places over the weekend, and they were like, mm, she probably should be seen, but, like, we're full. Not by us. <laughs> so, I, and I found this out. There's actually a vet and a vet tech shortage across the country. Uh, my cousin's a vet tech in Jersey, and she said it's so bad right now. My friend is a vet tech here at, at an ER place, and she's been working 13-hour shifts. Mm -hmm. It's like... So now's the time to become a vet tech, just saying. I think there's there's a shortage in a lot of jobs for a couple of reasons. One, and I mentioned this on the morning show podcast, not to get grim, but like... People died. A million people died, died. of COVID or of COVID-related mm -hmm. things in the last two years. And so many people are like, yeah, but 75% of them were over 65. Yeah. But yeah, like, but you could be a vet till you're like 80. And and, that, but guess what happens when, when older people who are unretired, mm -hmm. who are not retired, I should say... Um, well, guess what happens when yeah. those employed older people die? Someone takes their jobs and you move up and then that, that lower level exactly. remains and void. You also do have a lot of people who put school on hold. Mm -hmm. Like even if it was vet school, right? And you're in vet school or you're about to go to vet school. You're like, mm, I'm going to wait a year or I want the in-person. I'm just not going to do it now. I think there's going to be – there's also an interesting thing happening with entry-level jobs because for such a long time, we were told – like this happened with us when we got into to radio. It's like – Oh, well, you got to pay your dues, right? You're going to make crap money. You're going to struggle. You're going to be taken advantage of. And all of it was seen as paying your dues until you got that big job. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I don't think when you come out of college, you need to be making $400,000 no. to do a task that, you know, might not be as important as other jobs but, in a company. But the interesting thing is now that so many people can make money on their own, on their own terms, whether you're an Uber driver or whether you're a delivery person, whatever, an in Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. Because guess who TikTok and Instagram influencers tend to be? Younger people. Yep. Um, you're seeing people say, well, I don't want to go work for that company, make crap money, be on their schedule all the time. I'm just going to do things on my own. And even if I'm not making great money, yeah, I'm still doing it on my schedule for myself. And I think that's one of the things that's creating a void as well. Yeah, I and for sure, obviously, like when you get into the jobs that are like I said, like vets and stuff that mm -hmm. require schooling and then internships and like residencies. Like exactly. So much, it's not like you can skip over those things, right? Like, oh, two years pass. I'll just skip, you know, the things I had to do or move forward just because time passed. Like those are certain jobs that you can't fast track. Yeah, you can't rush those. I'm trying to say. You can't rush those. So I'm going to become a vet tech, I think. Do you know how long is that supposed to take? Because my cousin's a vet in Canada, and it took her a while. It's apparently really hard because yeah. it's not just – all my friends took the animal studies class at University of Rhode Island, and I didn't. And all they did was complain about how hard it was, and I was so glad I didn't because you're not just learning the human body, male versus female. Yeah. You're learning everything. But there are some vets that are just cat vets, and I would go there. I'm so good with Max. Yeah, but are you? but I understand you could be a cat vet, right, or a large animal – a farm animal vet or whatever. Mm. But I am pretty sure, and anyone so, can correct me, you still have to go through all of the other schooling. You yeah. can't just go to whatever university or school and say, hey, I only want to learn about cats today. It's true. It's true. Because they don't have like a cat-specific class. Well, and I have to be able to like cut animals open. At some point I guess. in surgery. Well, I guess 
I have to find out. So um, there's a vet in England who has helped me a lot with Max. He's a fan of Elvis Run in the Morning Show. He's been on the TJ Show uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. He, his name is Brian. He's amazing. He will randomly send me photos of like, hey, this happened. Do you want to see it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's like, oh, I had a, this animal give birth to like 12 baby pigs. Do you want to see it? And I'm like, yes. Nope. You know, I got to see this week. He didn't. He's never had this happen before. Um, a mom cat got, I think, is it mastocytis? You know when like your breast milk gets stuck in the no, ducts? I don't. That's the thing that happens. He had to like do surgery and like get it all out. That's crazy. So I think I want to do it, but I can't. I couldn't deal with the people like me. Like my vet had to deal with all week. Yeah. So why, why, why were you bad to your vet tech? I was no, no, no. I wasn't very <laughs> nice. I was texting them daily about Max. Okay. I take her to the vet on Monday, and they're like, "We don't know what's wrong with her. Um, we're gonna do an X-ray." And they gave her some anti-nausea medication. She, as they told me, refused fluids when they took her to the back. So she said, I'm sorry, no, thank you. So we go home and she stopped throwing up. She didn't get much better. So that was Monday. By Wednesday, she still hadn't eaten since Saturday. So. That's a lot. It's a lot of days. Or actually not a lot. (laughs) They took her in as an urgent care patient and she spent the day there. And I was just like, I would text them, call them. Just checking in. Hey, this is what's going on. Because, like, you don't, like, the only way to take care of a sick animal is to over, not over treat, over react, I guess, because you don't actually know what's wrong. So if I was just like, eh, she's throwing up, she'll be fine. And aren't cats, like, they don't really show so, when they're sick other than sleeping a little more. Every time I would say and that to the vet. anyway. Right. Or anyone, I was like, I don't know, she seems like she's acting fine. They're like, no, the whole thing with cats is that they do everything they can to hide the fact that they're sick. Do you think that's like a survival mechanism? Like, oh, I can't let mm-hmm. other predators know that I'm sick because then they're going to make me their prey. Probably. Or they're going to like fight me for my food because they know I'm weak. Probably. So I haven't even shared this yet. I'm waiting for the full story from the vet. But she got an ultrasound yesterday that had to shave her little belly mm-hmm. and sedate her because she was not having it. And they found that her intestines are a bit swollen and it looks like or like double layering or something, which could be inflammatory bowel disease or a GI tract disease. Oh, like IBS. Okay, yeah. No, let's... Or IBD. What? Inflammatory bowel disease. That's irritable bowel syndrome. I thought it was inflammatory. Irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, okay. Do you have that? No. Okay. I don't. So it would be... I guess something similar, but she doesn't have... It's just inflamed. She's not pooping everywhere. I feel like I got great bowels. I think my bowels are pretty You forgot pristine. the flush again the other day, by the way. Did I really? <laughs> it's the second, third time. Huh. Well, listen, I've been here for over a year. If I forgot three times, I'd say that's pretty good. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Carla Marie, because Carla Marie doesn't flush when she pees. Okay. If it's yellow, let it mellow. No, if it's brown, flush it down. No, because regardless of the color, there is an odor. No. When okay. it stays in there for, like, overnight. Okay. I don't do it overnight. <gasps> in the middle of the night, I do, because I'm not flushing in the middle of the night. It's Why too not? loud. What do you, do you think there's a radiator in there? Like, I don't flush in the middle of the night. It's too noisy. Never. There's the, you even have, and those, then you have the to special, close the, the special toilets that have like the, the half flush. You have to close the lid also. Yeah. So it shouldn't stink. No, it stinks worse when the lid is closed because it keeps all of it in there. Okay. It, we as a planet do not have enough water for you to flush every time you oh, pee. Then you need to stop peeing. And we do. I'm going to start because, peeing in the tub. No, the whole part. The whole point of those like half flush toilets is it uses less water if you tell it, hey, I just peed. I just tinkled. No, it's just not how that works in this house. If it's yellow, let it mellow. No. If it's brown, flush it down. Shout out Mrs. Chen, my seventh grade science teacher who taught me that. No, you should always flush. Because then you get a ring as well. 
Okay, no one's coming over. It's no, but just I live us. here. Then you clean it. That's what we have a spray for in there. But I shouldn't have to. Anyway. This is all because you forgot to flush your poop. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, I guess. Three times in, in a year and a half. Ain't too bad. Anyway, so Max is okay. She's on a bit of pain meds right now. They're, they were originally treating for pancreatitis, even though her blood work said no to pancreatitis. But they were like, this is what it seems like. She's on anti-nausea, pain meds, and an appetite inducer. Is that it? I feel like there's one more thing. So she's eating her food, and she's high as fuck. Cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. So not to one-up Max or anything, but I've had a rough week as well. Uh, I woke up this morning, and I guess this just happens as you get older. And I'm, I'm nearing my birthday. It's about a month away. Oh, my God. I forgot. Um, you better not. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I woke up this morning, and my wrist hurt for no reason. And I'm not talking like sore, like, oh, I worked out yesterday, and I'm, yeah. I'm a little sore. I'm talking my wrist hurt where I was like, I can't move my hand. That was like my neck last week. Why does this happen? And I still, I went, I did my day at the gym um, because I didn't want to miss another day. It hurt hurt a lot. Maybe you should have did that. So I had to like scale back Mm. on some of the exercises. You need to go to the chiropractor. He will work on it. Yeah, I do. I think what I'm going to do actually, this is very adult of me. I'm going to do a week of appointments. Okay. So I'm going to have a (sighs) chiropractor appointment. Okay. A dentist appointment. Mm -hmm. Um, This is like my regular week. What else? Oh, oh, dentist. So I want to go chiropractor, dentist, set up my physical. Uh, The last time I went to the dentist was literally the week after we got fired from iHeartRadio. It was the last day we had insurance. Yeah, because we both realized that, I guess, I don't know if this works with every, how this works with every company, but with the insurance and the the way that iHeartRadio worked, if you got fired on the first day of the month, you had your insurance for the rest of the month. Mm Mm-hmm. If you got fired like we did very close to the end of the month. Seven days before the month ended. You only had until the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So regardless of when you got fired, it expired at the end of that calendar month. Yep. So we got fired on the 24th. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, And that was a Friday, obviously. And we had to gather our emotions (laughs) for the weekend. And then on Monday, we realized like we only had four more days. Yep. I was like, I was getting, I went to the dermatologist. I was like, can you please fill my face yeah. wash? Like all this different stuff. So I remember calling my dentist and luckily, panics. luckily I had this dentist for a while. She knew what I did for a living um, because it was right down the street from my mm-hmm. apartment. And I said, Hey, this is going to sound really weird. Uh, do you have any spots? I am wide open <laughs> this weekend. Do you have any spots for a cleaning? Um, and she's like, are you in pain? I said, no, <laughs> but I got fired and I'm not going to have health insurance after this week. And she was like, you know what? Let me call. There's a couple people I might be able to move around. And then they got me in, too. And they got Carla Marie in as well. Then they told me I had seven cavities. I had none, but I'm going to tell I you. Well, I didn't. My, then my other dentist was like, no, every every dentist yeah. apparently has a, I guess, a parameter or, or their own. A different threshold. Their own, that's the word, threshold for cavities. So I didn't have seven. But I'm so grateful they got me and they cleaned me up. And then I went back and got like two filled. And yeah. now I have a different dentist who um, is wonderful. I... I didn't have any cavities then, which was great. I have a feeling it's going to be way worse now because, and this is this is going to get slightly depressing. I feel like I got to a point for a while where I just wasn't taking care of myself. I think everyone's gotten there. You know, point. especially, I mean, there was, there was the lockdowns because of the pandemic. There was the fact that we got let go. Like, I was a mess for a while in terms of just not having any real structure. And I, I kind of, like, fell apart. Not in, like, a... I wasn't moping around every day. I just didn't do the things that I would normally do to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And some of that was brushing, even brushing my teeth yeah. multiple I mean, times a day. And that's acceptable. Um, 
So I feel like it, I'll probably have a cavity or two when I go back. I definitely have something going on. I go on Tuesday to get a cleaning. Oh, okay. I can make an appointment for you when I'm there. No, I'm going to go to my my dentist here. I got a $100 off coupon. Ooh, maybe I'll go to that one. Got to check on that Obamacare, see what's going on. No, we don't have dental. Well, I still have to also check on my Obamacare to see if I can make a regular doctor's appointment. Okay, are you going to do a colonoscopy next week? No. Why not? It's not that birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? Well, is it... If it runs in your family, you're supposed to get a check now. And it doesn't. You have no tummy issues in your family. No. Hmm. No, honestly, I've had a couple family members with various cancers, like nothing that has been right. Her, seems hereditary. Um, and I, you know, knock on wood, I'm I'm kind of blessed in that regard. But like, don't you feel like you should get it checked? Why not? I just don't need to because everything is working fine. Everything feels fine. Yeah, yeah, but like this is called preventative care. Okay, now that's why I have to go when I get pap smears. What kind of old ass discussion are we having right now? We're going to Costco for fun tonight, okay? Now, let me explain something. When I go to get my physical, if anything comes back in any of those charts, they're like, oh, this is a little high, blah, blah, blah. I have no problem saying, okay, well, is there a test I should take like right now? Camera up the butt. Light me up, whatever. (laughs) Like, literally, put a flashlight, jam it up there, do whatever you search around, go spelunking. Who, I don't care. Who, who signs up for that job? The, how is there a shortage of vet techs, not a shortage of butt camera people? Because butt camera people probably make a lot more money. What are we talking here? I don't know. I don't know. What, what is your name as a doctor, then? Like, if what you're are a butt you, camera that person? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm Googling. Because that's what I have to I mean, say. I know one of my friends. Oh, Doug, gastroenterologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, they'll enterologist, all right. They remember they made me poop in a bag and I had to bring it to get tested. I don't remember that. Yeah, that you way. were so mad when I told you how to do it. I don't I have no recollection. I had of this. to put like a bag in my toilet because they were didn't know what was wrong with me. Again, I have no recollection of this, and I would have been fine if I lived the rest of my life like that. <laughs> would have been totally fine. Now that we've gone through cat problems, getting older, my my sore, my, my limp wrist. <laughs> Isn't that a band? Uh, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Do you like my joke? No. Wow, this caffeine got me. I had is kicking in. It makes me funny. Carla Marie, yeah, she did force. She force fed me a caffeine gummy before we he kicked off like, this podcast. I'm so tired. These gummies. I'll tell you what. This is a great commercial for Seattle Gummy Company. They have fueled my week. Well, let me tell you. It's not that I was tired necessarily before we did this podcast, but I did wake up. Um, I went to the gym, mm-hmm. right? It's the heaviest week of the program that I'm doing, so I, mm. I really pushed myself at the gym. And then, on top of that, I've been catching so many Pokemon. Stop. And That's I'm why exhausted. you're tired. That's I why you're tired. Exhausted. Exhausted. I think it's time to put it away. No, I can't. I'm so close. I'm at, I'm at Mount close Pyre. To, no, stop. In, stop. in Pokemon Emerald. Stop. It's so good. I'm going to snap. It's so bad I don't want to snap that screen now. No, this screen. This is actually a very valuable Game Boy. Now, for all the nerds out there, uh, this is the Game Boy Advance SP, okay? Did Sans- you ever have a Game Boy Color, Carla Marie? Uh, yeah, and I had, you take pictures with it or something. What? I had a camera attachment. Do you still have that in, like, your parents' house somewhere? Because I was about to buy one for 50 bucks the other day. Oh, it was green. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> you psycho. Uh, we have to. I mean, we. I went there. I went up into the crawling closet this that we is, have. In. This is what I'm going to need you to do. When you go back no, you're to coming with. the Marie's household, mm-hmm. you don't want me in that house, especially if I, there's two, there's two reasons you don't want me in that house. One, if we're, if you tell me there's Pokemon stuff there, you're going to go catch them all. I'm going to catch them all. <laughs> Secondly, I feel like 
from what I have seen in the Marie household, yeah. North Arlington, New Jersey, mm-hmm. on Chatilla Street. No. <laughs> um, from what I have seen, your dad specifically mm. likes to keep a lot of things, and your mom likes to buy a lot of things. Yeah, my dad keeps – yeah, my mom brings them in, and my dad won't let her get rid yes. of them. It's, it is a, whew, a Which, relationship. for me, I am the antithesis of that. I am a don't buy me anything, and I'm going to throw everything out. Oh. So – we have putting me up to there, do. putting me up there, Carla Marie, mm-hmm. whether it's an attic, putting me down there in a basement, out there in the garage, up, down, or out, wherever you put me, uh, your parents are going to get real mad because they'll ha- they'll come back to the house with nothing. There will be literally but an empty not, garage. You're not coming to throw their stuff out. You're just coming to help me find. Yeah, it. but then I'll I'll look at something and be like, why does why does your mom need an engraved plate? With it's a great question. You're her, not offending me. I'm at, I ask these same questions. Yes. Why do you need 15 curtains? But like, here's what I would do. I would just throw it out. Uh, because my mom has taught me that's what she does with my dad. She just no, my doesn't mom ask does. things anymore. And my dad will never hear this, ever. When he goes fishing for the weekend, uh-huh. she does, like, she'll purge. Like, yeah. crazy, because the garbage will come before. She's even putting stuff in the car and throwing it out at, like, or donated it, yeah. right, whatever. But now, a few years ago, my brother bought ring cameras Ooh. for the whole house. And my, like, my mom doesn't even have the app. She she, can't she just turn the cameras? Like, he will know. He will know. It, it chimes when the Freaking tree moves in the wind. You hear ding, ding all the time. And he'll like be like, what are you throwing out? So He's done it to her before. Before we move on, because there was Game Boy talk a second oh, ago. God, and we might have to go explore, go spelunking <laughs> in, in Freddie Marie's <laughs> basement. No. Um, I've used spelunking twice in this podcast today. One was about butts and the other was about storage. Mm-hmm. So this is the Game Boy Advance SP. So you had the original Game Boy, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had the Game Boy Pocket, which was thinner. Mm-hmm. Then you had the Game Boy Color. That. That's what I had. And the Game Boy Color did have a, at the time, mm-hmm. a very high-tech screen because it had it was portable it color, color screen. It, yeah. But it wasn't like backlit like your phone is, right? Yeah, it was you a different color. It was like different impossible kind of yeah, to-, to see the screen at night. So then they came out with... A light or something. There was a light attachment, yeah. which I have. Um, then they came out with the... Game Boy Advance, which was very similar to the Game Boy Color, uh, different types of games, yeah, better graphics, and it was like long ways. It was like kind of how you hold oh, your phone yeah, in, like yeah, horizontally. Yeah. But then they came out with the Game Boy Advance SP, which is this foldable one that I have. And if you look at the back, this is how you know if you're on eBay or if you're on um, OfferUp or one of those websites, or even at a garage sale, right? And you see a Game Boy that folds. You're like, I need to know if that's a good one or not. You look at the back, and the model number will say AGS-101. What is happening? Let me tell you why. Because an AGS-101 has a backlit screen, which is why when I turn it on, you can see it in the dark because it actually has light that comes from it. But why can't you just turn it on? Why are we going to look at these stupid numbers? Because – well, I'm saying if, it, if they don't have a cartridge in there or if, if it's not charged, oh, right? okay, okay. Or if – it's a bad picture online. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If it's an AGS 001, that means it's not a backlit screen. Okay. Anyway, and I it's know. it's less valuable. Mine took photos and you can print them as tiny little stickers. Yeah. We got to find that. What's you, it worth? I mean, the camera's really not worth a lot. What's it's, the Game Boy Color worth? Green. Uh, the green Game Boy Color. Maybe if blue. it's in good condition, it has the back, uh, the back panel for the batteries. Do you know if it has the back panel for the batteries? Opposed to not having a back panel? Yeah. Like it's open? Yeah, like someone lost it. 
why would you lose the panel? You have no idea how many Game Boys I have come across as I scour the internet. Where do people put their battery just, panel? Think about it. It's with a kid, generally speaking. And it, or it's in storage. It gets, it just gets lost. It's not like it doesn't work without the battery panel. Um, I would say that Game Boy Color depends on the, the shade of green it is. Mm-hmm. You could get a hundred bucks for it. Mm, I was hoping for a couple hundred. No, no, no. Although the one that I have been looking for, and if you got one, hit me up and we'll talk, and maybe I'll I'll buy it from you. Um, is the Game Boy Micro? Think about this for a second, Carlin, and everyone listening. I went to the Nintendo store in New York City one day when I was working for my dad. I had just graduated high school, I believe. Yep. And they came out with a thing called the Game Boy Micro. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. So the Game Boy Micro had a a backlit screen like the one I was talking to you about. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really make it for a long time because it's right before they launched like their new – like they didn't even call things Game Boy anymore. It was the Nintendo DS. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah. This came out right before that. Okay. And it was called the Game Boy Micro. And – Right, and I bought one for I think it was eighty nine or ninety nine dollars. And now, about a year ago, I asked my brothers because we used to have in our parents' attic like all of our games. And I said, "Hey, has anyone seen my Game Boy Micro? I was just in Ridgewood, and I couldn't find it." My brothers go, like, oh, I, "I gave it to my friend. I think he may have sold it for like fifty bucks." People are selling that thing no. now, especially the model that I had for five hundred dollars. So your brother owes you five hundred dollars. Uh, no, Justin or Michael? Justin. Uh, he does not owe me anything. It was just up there. He had a friend he wanted to give it to, and that's fine. If my sister sold, some, took something little and sold something that was mine. No, Justin, uh, he does not owe me anything for it. But I've been scouring. <laughs> I've been scouring, looking on OfferUp and stuff like that. I've reached out to a couple people. They're not great at responding. Might have to rate them low on OfferUp. Listen. Uh, but if you have a Game Boy Micro and you want to reach out to me, go for it. At Worst Anthony on Instagram. Why was it called Game Boy? Because it's only for boys, right? You know what? It's a great question because that I, I don't have the answer to. Because I feel like it I didn't have it. Boys, I was though. like kind of old. I was like 13 when I got my first one. It was it wasn't only for boys and uh, that's I can tell you that because back in the day you proved something wasn't just for boys by making a pink one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's what that's what they would do. And there was definitely a pink Game Boy Advance. Now, the last thing we got to talk about today. And we were we got onto a, a little aside about our parents. Okay? Mhm. So, last week, I don't even know how we got to it, but we were talking about how, as a parent, hmm. whether it's friends we've known, family members, everyone says you change a little bit when you become a parent. Yes. Right? Obviously, you're a little more protective, all of those things. And that's not what we're talking about. What we were talking about was character traits or habits that you tried to break or remold mm-hmm. when you became a parent because you didn't want to either pass them down or you knew how those character traits or habits held you back. Yeah, we basically talked about leading by example. Yeah. So we got a bunch of really, really good emails. Uh, we're not going to read all of them word for word. Mm-hmm. But like uh, this one from Juan, Juan Vasquez, said when he became a parent, he has two kids now. His big thing was you've always got to learn to change with the times. Because the things that your kids are dealing with aren't the things that you were dealing with, yeah, right, true. over years. Um, but also to support their dreams regardless of what they are. And I think that is something that this generation, for better or worse, has done more than other generations. Because yeah. My parents know, did, but. But th- when you think about it, you go back a, a couple generations yeah. and it was like, 
your parents, if you weren't a lawyer, a doctor, or one of those, you know, a businessman, yeah. whatever that means, businessman, businesswoman, you were kind of like a failure. Right. And there are so many different avenues, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with entry-level jobs. There are so many different avenues to not only make money and make a living, but well, to enjoy your life. There's also so many jobs that parents don't even, like, now there were, back then there were like five jobs. Yeah. Right? Now it's like, oh, there's all these things I don't understand. I mm -hmm. think parents have taken this a back seat a bit because they don't understand. And we all, the thing we do understand is that the world is evolving super fast. Yeah. And because of technology, I think there is a way bigger gap between us and our parents. And then even like, oh, yeah. even like our friends who are having kids now, now they're babies, but when they get older, it, I feel like technology is actually making the gap wider. Yeah. To a certain point. Um, I think if you're a generation and we're probably we're it'll be interesting to see us like Gen Z who grew up with high speed computers and Internet their whole lives. Shitheads. They probably won't have as difficult of a time with their understanding kids. their kids technology as we will or our parents did with mm -hmm. us because it's crazy. to Our think, parents to us has got to be the biggest. What a biggest. jump. And by the way, that age range you'd go from like parents that were wow. having their kids in the mid 80s. Mm hmm. To those to those kids now, and it's like, I mean, cell phones didn't exist. The internet, other than being used for the by the government, mm -hmm. did not exist. Like all of those things that we take as commonplace, the it, way you're listening to us right now, it didn't exist. Didn't even exist. If you are listening, DVR didn't exist. How wild is this? If you're listening to us on your phone with your wireless headphones, everything that you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Did not exist like if you, in 1985. If you just plop to 1985 right now, people would be like, look at this weirdo to have fake headphones in his ear without wires, <laughs> yep. you idiot. Those tampons? Like Exactly. So that's kind of crazy to think. So uh, yeah. thank so. you to Juan for sending the email. Uh, Kelsey G said her big thing is being more patient and not letting things get her mad, leading by example specifically Ooh. in that regard. And then this is a tough one. Leading by example when it comes to your phone usage. Oh, we talked about that. You talked about it in the morning show podcast, I believe, right? Well, yes. And I, because the study was that um, kids, that screen time can make kids be more susceptible to things like ADD, anxiety, depression, or whatever. Yeah. And it was like telling parents, you are the, the kids will see you on your phone mm -hmm. and think it's okay. And the best medicine is a good example, exactly. basically. So, but I have said before how my parents, now granted, I'm an adult and they are older, obviously, Yeah, are on their phones and iPads more than I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm on my phone a lot, but I would say my dad is on his, he's scrolling on Facebook more than my mom does, but my mom, mm -hmm. she's a Candy Crush lady. Yeah, same. And, and listen, my I get it. My dad's a Facebook and my mom is Candy Crush. And I get it, like, I'm sitting here playing Pokemon, right? Yeah, it's, you it's, can. There's really not much of a difference between Pokemon and Candy Crush. And Candy Crush, I don't know if you or your family was all about these things. But Candy Crush is really just the updated and much more expensive version because you have to have an iPad or a computer to play it or a phone um, of the old school video poker games. Oh, yeah. Did you guys have those in your bathrooms growing up? Yeah, we had those. <laughs> and then when we got like our first computer, my mom would just play solitaire all the time on the computer. We did hearts. I mean, I played solitaire, but hearts was a big one. Man, how do I download? I want to play that. What? 
Solitaire and Minesweeper. That's what I'm going to play. I never liked Minesweeper. I didn't like it until like a few years ago when I learned what all the numbers meant. <laughs> I think that's why I didn't like it because when I was a kid, I was just clicking things. There were no instructions um, and you couldn't Google it. I mean, first off, Carly, I'm pretty sure you can download one of the 8,000 Solitaire apps. I want that. I want that same janky same one. And then I wanted to like go, the cards go everywhere when I win. So I have a PC and we're recording on a PC right now. Let me see. Uh, Solitaire. Solitaire Collection is the app that comes on this computer. Oh, look at this, Carla Marie. That's not the right one. Hold on. Casual Games by Microsoft. Wait, it came with the game? It's not letting me click anything. Is this a Gateway 3000? <laughs> <laughs> or what was it? Well, I don't know if you guys... I heard it. Okay. I don't know. Level 1. Wait, it's Gateway 3000 or 2000? What was it? I'll never... I will, like... Core memory right there is when that computer box got delivered to our house and it was. I don't know what's going on. We need these sounds for Twitch. The all over print of the box was a cow yep. because that was whatever. And it was massive. And my brother bought it for all of us. Oh, man. Minesweeper is on here, but I might have to download the app. So it doesn't come pre-installed. God, um, let's bring this oh, back. Oh, here we go. Classic Solitaire. It's the Klondike cards. All right. This isn't the same, but it'll do. But this it's very. It's as similar as you can get with using new graphics. Oh, the sounds. I, I'm <laughs> here for this. Let people just hear the sounds. Oh, uh, well, I got really no more moves right now. So give me a second. I'm just checking. Here? No. Okay, well, <laughs> we're not going to sit here and go. just play solitaire. Okay. But yeah, the sounds are. Did it go through? Did people hear that? I think so. No, wait. Don't talk. I'll look at the numbers there. Everyone heard that. Oh, whoa, you're ruining my game. How am I going to win now? <laughs> you can start a new one. No one cares. So. That will be cathartic for me. That'll be my version of the Game Boy. I don't think cathartic is the right word there. Because cathartic is like, it's sad, but also relieving. Playing solitaire should not be a sad experience. Unless it's your only option in life. Oh, providing psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions causing yeah. catharsis like a good like crying. crying a good cry is cathartic people use that word improperly i learned that or incorrectly all I'll, the time i'll be better now however i do need a good cry and i said this the other day Why? i i haven't cried this week <laughs> do you cry every week no dealing with max like when caroline was sick i was in a ball holding her crying but she was also like lethargic and that scared me yeah. and we were about to go on a two-week vacation i was about to leave her behind it was awful like with max i knew i could be here and do whatever i needed to do for her but there were so many times where i was just like i'm gonna have a breakdown and like my eyes would well up but i never cried and i'm like who is this person i hate it i need to cry do you think and th this kind of goes back to our parenting thing, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when you become a parent, you realize sometimes you just have to deal with things and not deal, not in a bad way. Like, yeah, you have to put on that brave face sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you know that even though emotionally it could be taxing, it could yeah. be draining, physically taxing and well, draining, but you just do it. And I think that's the mode you were in. I think so too. But here's what's crazy. I and again, thinking sorry. Raising a cat or four of them is nothing. Correct. Nothing like raising a child. Though many parents reached out to me this week and said it's way worse having a sick pet than a sick kid. Because they can't communicate? Yeah. Even like, and just even babies versus even when they're infants, like just the whole medical side of it is like being a vet is just ruling things out. Yeah. And whatever. So, where's I going? Oh, so many times this week I had 
felt like, you know, after a good cry, you feel like you just cried. And I kept feeling like I had cried and I was like, but I didn't cry. Like, huh. what is going on? Am I? De- so you felt I- like you had the release of crying? I felt like I had the exhaustion of crying. Gotcha. It was bizarre. So going back to the emails of things you changed once you became a parent. This one's great from Melissa H. Because uh, it's two parts. It's what she changed and what her husband has changed. Oh. So she said that she has gone out of her way to be more polite to strangers and do things like if you see a stranger dropping something, like you help them pick up their groceries or like little things like that yep. to, to prove to your children and lead by example that it is okay to, first off, a must do is be polite to strangers. The other is to help people out. Yeah. Uh, but I love this. She said her husband, what he had to change as his kids started understanding the world was he had to stop screaming in the car. Oh. And this is a big one because people yeah. like road rage is a real thing. Oh yeah. Um, but even if you don't get out of your car and like throw, I don't know, something in your back seat at the, the driver that you're angry right. at, but just cursing people out in your car and having kids that see that all the time, yeah, like, all the- that actually that makes them think that that type of language and that type of reaction to menial things that they didn't even see, it, like they're like, what right? even just happened? Yeah, something like someone not making a left at your pace, yep, and then losing your mind about it. That makes those overreactions seem normal. Yeah, I don't know that I could change myself. Uh, that's the one thing. So I talked about my brother Justin earlier. Um, and how he sold my Game Boy Micro for 50 bucks, even though now it's worth like 500. But anyway, um, and for the record, Absolutely. don't offer me your Game Boy Micro for 500 bucks. I'm not buying it for that. I'm looking at like <laughs> the 100 to $120 okay. range. Moving on. Um, but my, my middle brother, Michael, is the calmest, mm-hmm. nicest person. But when he gets behind the wheel, and it's not like he's a crazy, he's not ramming into people. He just, a switch turns on. And he's like a maniac. He's just cursing people out left and right. Oh, there's an airplane outside. There I thought there was a ship coming down the street or something. So that email of things that they changed when they became a parent well, was from Alyssa H. Okay, so she changed being she, nice to people. Not nicer, just overly being nice to yes. strangers. Like making it a point to lead by example of like holding doors open extra long for people, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her husband had to take a chill pill. When he was driving. I have a story I'm also going to tell this on Twitch on Monday. So if you're there on Monday, I just have to tell it now. So in case I forget, the world needs to hear it because it was the cutest thing ever. Okay. I t- a lot of this conversation happened because I said when I go to the chiropractor, there is a daycare. And all the kids are playing in the playground oh, and yeah. they have to wear masks. And I'm always like, put my mask on before I get there because I want to lead by example. So every time I always like try to listen to what the kids are saying because they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And there was one kid who was up against the fence as I was leaving and he was there by himself and he's going, hi, hi, <laughs> hi. And I was like, hi. And I go, I like your shirt. And he goes, it's Thomas. And it was Thomas the Train. Oh, okay. And I was like, I know Thomas the Train. He goes, choo-choo, <laughs> and ran away. And I was like, that, and we talk also on the Morning Show podcast about how like an interaction with a stranger can make your day. Oh, yeah. That moment, I was like, that just actually made my day. Because yep. that cute little kid was just like, choo-choo. And I'm going to do that for our uh, hype trains on Twitch from now on. We have three more emails that okay. I want to get to real quick about things that people changed uh, when they became a parent. The, the habits or the characteristics or whatever. Parenting things that they wanted to make sure didn't pa- get passed down. Um, this one's actually, I think, really important for not only setting ex- an example for your children, mm-hmm. um, but for yourself. Lindsay... Emailed and said she stopped using violent hyperbole. And yeah. for a second, I was like, well, I, what, do you, what do you mean? So things like 
she said, I'm going to go jump off a bridge. Yeah. Things like that. And I guess because her, I can't remember if it was her daughter or her son, mm-hmm. uh, started parroting her. Yeah. At and now would say these like crazy suicidal things at school. At school. And she realized, even though in her mind it was just hyperbole, like it's a throwaway sentence, mm-hmm. it sounds so crazy. Yeah. That when you hear it coming from the mouth of a kid, you go, well, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no, don't say you're going to jump off a bridge. Child. Or uh, the one I <laughs> I used to say all the time. Uh, do you remember my saying in New York, Carla? Actually, gonna, I, I, not even just New York. I said in Seattle all the time. I'm going to light this whole building on fire. Burn the whole place uh, down. She would say, oh, this, I just pulled up Lindsay's email. Okay. These are the other ones. Uh, if you don't shut up, I'm going to stab you in the eye. Shoot me that now. Just, that just and, seems violent. And shoot me now. So I'll you know, think about I'll go, I'll go F myself. Well, that, yeah. That, or that. kill me. So, yes, I still say some of those things, but I think being on the radio, I stopped saying a lot of that because I don't think I've ever said on the air the words, I'm going to kill myself. No, probably not. Because, but I mean, that was a thing we would all say, yeah. right? It was you like, say like, oh, I'll just go kill myself then. Right. Yeah. And what a weird thing to say. I know. And I, I think it got to a point in my adult life where I realized like the weight of those words and that's not something to joke about. Even like jump off a bridge, like different things like that. And all the weird suicidal things that we say. But it's true. And I remember there was a bit on Elvis's show once. It was like, what things you threaten your kids with that Mm -hmm. they don't know are fake. And I'll never forget a mom called in and she was like, I've told my kids so many times that if they don't stop talking in the backseat or something, I'm going to rip off their arm and shove it in their ear. (laughs) And the, the, for some reason, that made me think of it a bit of how, like, it's so ridiculous. You're not going to do it. Why are we saying it? Yeah. Uh, another one, another email about things that people changed mm-hmm. about themselves once they became parents or things they wanted to lead by example. This one's from Carrie, who said she has two stepkids. Um, and I think from the email, they've been in her life now for, like, six or seven years. She oh, said, yeah. I wanted to lead by example of finishing things that I started. Yes. Instead of just saying that I was going to get something done. I'd actually come through with it because oh I God. wanted my kids mm-hmm. to look to do that as well. Um, and she said it's also important for her and her husband to not fight in front of the kids and always so treat important. each other with respect. And uh, well, also I feel like kids should see what a real relationship is also like to an extent. If you know how to fight and Probably. argue responsibly, yeah. Because yeah. um, and I think anyone can think back to a. a a fight their parents have had where you're like, wow, I should not have seen that or heard of those things being yelled back and forth. And that's not to say those relationships aren't great. Right. When you're in a relationship, sometimes you just get heated and sometimes you say things you don't necessarily mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, your most vicious fights will be with the people that you love the most, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but making sure your kids know how to fight and know what's appropriate in terms of the way they should be treated as well. And I also think not even like relationships like husband and wife, whatever it is, husband, husband, wife, wife, your siblings also. Yeah. Like if, if I'm complaining about my sister to my kids, Mm -hmm. they're not going to treat each other respectively, respectively, respectively with respect, with respect, because they're seeing how I treat my sister. And that's another thing. And it just, everything is lead by example. And it's also interesting like, okay, let's say, Carla Brie, hypothetically, you're in a situation. Or actually, no, I'm going to fast forward and then go back. Okay. So let's say you have a daughter one day. Mm-hmm. And somehow, whether it's through a text message, you you read over her shoulder or something, you see that there's a boy calling her stupid, like a, a boyfriend or and something, right? Kid is done. But think about how many arguments adults get into yeah. where they name call one another in front of children. Mm-hmm. With thus, 
making the child believe that it is okay to be talked to like that. Well, I think that you know if, what I mean? if someone called me stupid, mm-hmm. how would I respond? And I think I, I hopefully she sees that at some yeah. point and where I'm like, you don't talk to me like that. But, and then she says, you don't talk to me like that. Chad, go <laughs> F yourself. <laughs> but, but think about how many kids are raised in relationships where the parents, even if they're loving great parents, they get into arguments that escalate like that. Yeah. And then it becomes okay for your kid. Like your kid thinks it's okay to talk to people and be spoken to that way. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't know. This is, right. this is why this started. Um, going back to kind of what Lindsay said about things that you say or whatever. And then the kid says them at school. Mm-hmm. So when I was in pre-K, so you're like four, my older sister was 19. Okay. And there was this girl, Victoria, who would bully me at school all the time. Like push me, knock me over, block me out of the circle. <gasps> circle. Okay. Just like whatever it was. And I would come home and like cry and be like, Victoria was this, Victoria did that. Like she's so mean to me. I would love to find this girl now. And my sister was like, well, you tell her if she doesn't stop, your sister's going to. Are we not recording? No, we are. Oh. She said, you tell her if, you're, if she doesn't stop, your sister's going to come to school and beat her up. <laughs> okay. So I said, I got to school and I was like, my sister's going to beat you up if you don't stop. So then Victoria told Miss Northrop, and Miss Northrop was like, had to call my mom and was like, Carla Marie is threatening that her 19 year old sister <laughs> is going to come beat up a four year old. So they were like, Yeah, oh. it's, it's less cute when that person's a grown adult. <laughs> if, if, now, if your older sister was eight, so it'd be totally different. We had a Christmas party at my house. My mom let me invite all my friends, and we did a little Christmas party, a little grab bag. We were like four or five years old. You know what that bitch did at my Christmas party? Why did Victoria come to your party if she was well, so Well, you mean? had to invite everyone, even back then. Okay. But back then, you could bring cupcakes to school. And I was thinking about this today, how kids these days don't understand. Why not? You can't bring cupcakes can't, anymore? There's no outside food allowed in school. Peanut, Stupid. Peanuts. Well, who's putting peanuts in cupcakes? And poison. <laughs> who's putting poison in their own kids' cupcakes? Anyway. This bitch at my Christmas party at my house, we're all sitting in a little circle about to play a game. And my there was like a thumbtack from decorations that my mom had. Mm-hmm. She put it next to my hand and I put a thumbtack like home alone. <laughs> this kid. I, I, love, even, I love Victoria. I would love to. Can I call Jefferson Elementary School and be like, can you give me the full names of everyone who was in, who was in pre-K 1994? I want to see where she is. Probably not. But I feel like from what you've told me about North Arlington, New Jersey, aren't most of the people still there? No, she moved like shortly. I, I like she was gone. My friend Jennifer was gone. Robert, my crush, was okay, gone. We're done with this. <laughs> All these people. I'm not going to go through your whole kindergarten class here. Oh. Uh, the last email, though, that I want to get to is from Lenny from Queens. And he, it, it's a long email. I'm not going to read everything in okay. it, but there was a lot of really good stuff in here. Um, he said that growing up in a house where his parents were immigrants, he rarely saw them because they worked so much and there was a language barrier because mm-hmm. he grew up here. His parents did not. Um, and I think this happens with a lot of first generation people like your parents. Usually the reason you emigrate generally is the situation where you are probably wasn't that right. great. Right. So when your parents move to a new country, their goal is to give you a better life, right? They don't want you to deal with the things they did there. So it becomes all about school and finances and your work mm-hmm. and your promotions. And there's probably a disconnect with all parents and like actually asking their kids how they're doing and how they're feeling as opposed to how, like what happened at school, right. you know? Um, and he talks about that. 
He said one of because of that, one of his things he does now with his daughter is he tries to really ask her how her day is at school, mm. not just about the academic side of it, but like how are you feeling today? Yeah. Did you have fun? Like things Did like Victoria that. Victoria tried to put a thumbtack under your hand <laughs> yeah. today. Did Dirty Victoria stick you with a thumbtack? She she definitely goes by Vicky now. No offense to anyone, Vicky. I'm just saying. You have a lot of Vickies that listen to this podcast. I know. I'm just saying now. Her, maybe it is one of them. <laughs> Could be. Um, and then I love this because it also goes to what we've been talking about, about leading by example, even if you're not 100% comfortable yeah. or if it's not something you've always done. Um, he says that he's never been necessarily an extrovert, but when he's... He's tried ever since he had a daughter to network more and to have more conversations with people in the groups that his family is in because he wants his daughter to feel comfortable talking to people right. and networking and, and bettering herself that way. And now it's second nature. He, yeah. he was able to break his own mold. That's cool. And, you know, kind of design yourself in the light you want to be. That's really And cool. then lead by example for his daughter. So then, Anthony. What? What are you changing if you have a daughter? A daughter specifically or just mm-hmm. a, a kid? A, a specifically a daughter. Uh, actually, ah! I, I don't know if I'd change either. A son. A both. Um, I think I could still do better with my temper. It's not what it was when I was like 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I could still do a little better in controlling my emotions that way. But more so, I need to be better at routine. I was just going to say the same thing. And... My my family was never really like a routine family, and it's it's hard when you own your own business and you don't have like that nine to five job yep. type of thing, right? Um, but I can always get things done. Like hard work has never been an issue for me. But getting into a routine and doing the menial things I need to do mm-hmm. on time has been yeah. a huge barrier for me in my well, whole life, and I don't want my kids to end up with that same I'll call it a defect, right? That but I have. I also think having kids will force you into a routine. Maybe. Because they have to, they eventually get on a routine. That's true. And I had, when I was fostering cats, I was much better at like waking <laughs> up on time, making sure they ate, you know? It's true. Because if I had to do it for myself, they're like, oh, I'll, I'll eat later. Yeah. I'll be fine. It's true. It really is. And like not put, like hitting snooze. Like I don't want my kid to see me hitting snooze. Like if I'm yelling at their ass to get up, I got to make sure I'm getting up. And mm-hmm. what am I wearing? Am I putting on my clean clothes? Am I actually folding my laundry or am I leaving it in a pile? Yeah. Like things that I'm going to yell at my kids for, I think about all the time that I do now. And I think about that in the sense of, and I said this, I was interviewed this week for the Morning Brew and it'll be out eventually. And I said how one of the things I started- Morning Brew is a newsletter, by the way. Yes. I started doing to make my mornings better mm-hmm. is the night before, at the very least, organizing the kitchen. Yeah. And this way, when I wake up and I come down the steps, the first thing I see isn't chaos. And I say, I, I always think back to my parents who never left a single dirty dish in the sink. Like nothing was ever left in the sink unless they said to me, just go put your dish in the sink. Yeah. It was like if they had a dish, it got washed and dishwasher. Like nothing, like nothing left yeah. in the sink. A, a piece of laundry that ever, nothing ever went from. It went dryer, basket, drawer immediately. Yeah, like Not, folded immediately out of the dryer. In, yeah, yeah. Like, what? And I'm like, did you have more time with your day? No. No. What is the problem? I'll tell you why. Most likely. Okay. We have had the benefit and the privilege of living on our own and our space was entirely our own, right? Like, even though I lived with some roommates, roommates. and stuff in Jersey City and then in Hoboken, um, I still had my own space. It was my room. 
but even when I moved out here, I could let things go, yes. be a little more lackadaisical because no one else was going to add to that mess. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a parent and you've got three kids and all of your laundry yeah. is unorganized right. and in a pile, that gets out of hand so fast mm-hmm. that you can't let it get there. So I think that's why it's so different for your parents yep. and what you grew up with as opposed to as opposed to the way you've lived the last couple of years. That's true. Right, because when you you're can, away, you can leave a dish. I, when you're away, I'm like, I just, ha- I'm just gonna do one day of just do whatever I want and not have to clean up after myself. And that's more of a respect, not because you're gonna yell at me. No, for doing I mean, that. you might, but it's more of like a, well, I'm not gonna leave. Like even though I do sometimes things everywhere because I live with another person. Yes, it's a respect thing. But I'm like, you know what? I can do whatever I want for a day, and then it's like, okay, now I have to clean. I think when you have kids, it's probably there's so much uncontrolled chaos that you, if you have something you can control. You do your best to do that. Okay, so we, if we ever want to have Wait, children, so your, hold on, your thing. Was routine and like snooze. Okay. <laughs> Not really snooze, more of like, uh, truly routine was the first thing I thought of. Like, I want them to see me, okay, my mom, my mom wakes up every day and takes our calls or answers our emails and, and then goes, works out and does whatever. And then she takes care of us and then does work. So let me, uh, this is, this could be a question for anyone and you can email us. Hello at CarlaMarieAnthony.com. How do you simulate trying to live a better life to live by example, right? Like, like all these people have been saying, I I changed because I wanted to be a better example or a better guide for my, my children. If you don't have kids, how do you accelerate the, I want to be a better person part? How do you get into better habits? (laughs) I guess like, why, why can't you Carla Marie? I'm saying we're going to have to, we are going to have to hold each other accountable now, I think. Okay. That's fair. I guess we could do that. We could try at least. Yeah, so starting Monday, we pretend like we have kids. Maybe we can just <laughs> – can someone let us have a kid for a week? No, thank you. That... Well, we'll pretend that if you can't do anything bad in front of Erica, Max, John, or – I don't Caroline, do anything bad. Uh, you can't eat fast food oh, that's in front of them. That's not good. Every day? <laughs> it's not really available to them, so I don't think it's going to like change but no, their lives. no, we're pretending like they're real. Okay, we'll figure it out. Listen, we've been going on and on for almost an hour today. This is like the longest podcast we've done in a very long time. We got to get to storage and to Costco. So we got things to do. Um, It is an adult weekend, I guess. We're going to do some adulting. We are leading by example. We are doing what parents will do on a Friday night. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you to everyone, whether you emailed us about listening to all of the different things that we've put out there into the digital space, Twitch, YouTube, podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, If you emailed us about the parenting thing, thank you so much. Next week. What I'd love to have, because we did we we hung out with parents today, right? What are we gonna have next week, kids? No. Next week, if you are in the dating world right now, you could I, still be a parent and be in the dating. You world. could, yeah. If you're if you're single mm-hmm. or in an open relationship, whatever. Um, I want you to email us hello at carlamarineanthony.com with the biggest dilemma you're dealing with. Now it could be the fact that you can't meet anybody or there's someone that you're talking to and maybe there's a disconnect or a barrier Mm -hmm. you're dating dilemmas regardless of what they are big small medium email us hello at carlamarineanthony.com okay i have i have the way you looked at me you it seems like you're gonna email (laughs) carla marie no i um i have a theory about myself and dating that i thought of this week that i will say for next week okay Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget, subscribe to the Morning Show podcast. Mm. The link is in the description of this podcast episode for Monday Friday. Just hit, you know, yeah. show more, scroll down. You'll see the Morning Show podcast um, because that 
podcast we can actually make money off of. Yes. So we have been. Like, we get pennies. And yeah, we got a couple pennies a, a listen. Ain't too bad. Not too bad. Oh, pennies reminds me of the serial killers because uh, they always talk about if they get like 10 cents for, if a commercial plays. Well, I was going to tell you, go listen to the serial killers podcast after you listen to our stuff. Yes. Um, our friends, Andy and Scotty B, who work for Elvis Arena in the Morning Show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Scotty, Scotty B, B is my Andy. friend. Scotty B and Andy. Andy is not my friend. <gasps> That's why you're not going to be on. I told them <laughs> I'm going to be on. I'm going to be back in Jersey in June. I'm coming on Serial Killers and Bowl Chat. Bowl Chat is the sister podcast to Serial Killers. You want a fun fact? What? I spent more holidays with Scotty B than any other non-family member in my entire life. Because for a couple of years in a row, we both worked holidays. So Scotty B is Jewish, so he would offer to work every mm-hmm. Christmas, and he would do like three shifts in yeah. a row on Christmas because all of that was double pay. Amazing. So, and his, I believe, his wife would take their daughters to her side of the family because they're Christian. They, now they like celebrate Christmas together. But for a while he yeah. wasn't. So we and I would offer to work early because mm-hmm. I could leave by like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yep. And I spent Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's with Scotty B like crazy. four years in a row. It's crazy. But their podcast, like I'm telling you, it kills me, and I hope you can enjoy it even like mm-hmm. not knowing them. So give it a listen. Report back to me. Let me know what you think. If you don't like them, I'll tell them for you. It's okay. And Andy, if you somehow listen to this, Andrew, I do love you. Uh, we've said goodbye now for five minutes. See you later. Have a great weekend. Bye.